is Maddie Mishika. Today I'm going to tell you a little about the Victorian era poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning. She was born in Durham, England in 1806 to a wealthy sugar plantation family. Elizabeth, along with her 11 younger siblings, was homeschooled and by age 10 had read passages from Paradise Lost in several Shakespearean plays. As you can see, her love for learning started at a young age and continued to grow when at age 12 she wrote her first epic poem, consisting of four books of rhyming couplets. Pretty cool, huh? Sadly, a few years later, she was diagnosed with a lung ailment that would stick with her for the rest of her life and was followed by a spinal injury from a riding accident. That didn't stop her, though. She taught herself Hebrew and was active in her church's Bible and missionary societies. She continued to write and in 1826 had published a collection called An Essay on Mind and Other Poems. Her family was forced to move to London because of the abolition of slavery, which caused a family plantation to nosedive in profits. While in London, Elizabeth wrote a translation of the Greek epic Prometheus Bound and an original, The Seraphim and Other Poems. For a while, she also lived with her favorite brother until his death, which devastated her. She then was forced to move back with her controlling father, where she continued her work with the addition of another poetry collection, Poems. Her work gained the attention of another famous poet, Robert Browning, and the two exchanged over 500 letters in 20 months. You can see where this is going. Since her father disappointed, disapproved of their budding relationship, and of any of his children marrying, they moved to Pisa and then Florence, Italy, and eloped. Their marriage influenced both of their work. Elizabeth inspired one of Robert's most famous collections, Men and Women, which he dedicated to her. In turn, he inspired one of Elizabeth's most famous and best works, Sonnets from the Portuguese, where she expressed her love for him. That might sound a little cheesy, but it's true. These sonnets are regarded as one of the most widely known collection of English love lyrics, which inspired other writers to write about the theme of modern love from a woman's perspective. Admirers of her work have also compared her use of the Italian form of writing to Patriarch, the poet credited to the development of the Italian sonnet, and her imagery to William Shakespeare. Now that's saying a lot if you consider this time period. Women were not respected or thought capable of doing a whole lot except for housework and caring for children. Towards the end of her life, Elizabeth focused on other topics for her work, including political and social views. Her works, Casa Gaudi Windows and Poems Before Congress, portrayed her sympathy for the struggle of Italy's unification. In her novel, Aurora Lee depicted male domination over women. Other themes included slavery, child labor mines and mills in England, and the oppression of Italians by the Austrians. These subjects somewhat decreased her popularity, however her work was still recognized and heard throughout Europe. Elizabeth Barrett Browning died in Florence, Italy on June 29, 1861 at the age of 55, but her influence on poetry is still effective today. One of Elizabeth's poems, A Dead Rose, emphasizes the idea that judgment tends to be based on appearance, not quality. The poem uses imagery to describe a dying rose and its appearance, how it is, quote, 
no longer roseate now, nor soft nor sweet, end quote, and how, quote, those seeing now those changes that describe thee, end quote, along with different perspectives. The perspectives were of the breeze, sun, dew, flies, and bees, who could no longer have the ability to carry its smell, make the rose shine with its light, or use its nectar for food. She also utilizes similes and metaphors for the imagery, such as, quote, but pale and hard and dry as stubble wheat, end quote. Her tone at the end of the poem changes completely as written, quote, The hearth doth recognize thee, the hearth doth smell thee sweet, fair, most complete, end quote. Elizabeth's message is that the heart truly knows what something is, the appearance doesn't matter.